So last week I talked about the anti-hustle holiday countdown and why it is good for me in terms of my business, in terms of growing my email list, in terms of meeting new people, connecting, networking, and being seen as a, you know, lady who is making things happen, right? I guess you call that authority, but I always hate that. Is that because of John Mellencamp? Like, I find authority, authority always means. I don't like that. I don't like that term of like building authority, but I get it. I get it, right? You want to look like a thought leader or somebody who's making things happen. So I do think that the Anti-Hustle Holiday Series, although it really does not quote unquote, have anything to do with business. And it just focuses on taking a break during the holiday season. It brings together a lot of online business owners in a way that's sort of a fresh new take on, you know, business. So this week, I wanted to talk about my workflow for that series, because I almost didn't do it this year, because I was feeling really overwhelmed. I want to take time off. And last year, I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm such a poser. The anti-hustle holiday series is making me hustle super hard. So I almost didn't do it. And then I was like, okay, hold on. I already have this branding done. I already know how to do it in Hello Audio. I already have like social media templates or the designs are ready. I could just drag and drop in new people. I already have a landing page built on my website. So it would really just be sort of copying that landing page and putting in the new speakers. So I was like... I already had the scripts to send people to invite them to be a person, like to be a speaker. So I was like, all right, I should do it. I can do it. I can take it. I can do it, which is not the anti-hustle vibe. But I do think in business, this idea of anti-hustle is really just about figuring out what, like not burning yourself out. Okay. So I feel like since half of the workload was pretty much done, this was not going to feel the same way it did the first year. So that's something to consider about this whole anti-hustle thing is like sometimes setting things up takes a little bit of a hustle or it's just a little harder or you have to figure things out. And then if you can replicate that, it's going to be a lot easier. So admittedly, I don't know if it's my neurodivergent brain or what. I'm not the best at recording systems, saving things, doing things over and over again. And one of the members of the mastermind, Esther, who has a bunch of podcasts, we were talking about this the other day. Like she was a teacher. I was a teacher. I was an art teacher. And I would redo lessons with my students. I wouldn't always do the same lessons because I would get bored. So I wasn't one of those art teachers who was like, every year in, you know, art one, we do a shape chart or whatever. That's so lame. (laughs) As a matter of fact, it's based on a really old teacher that was really cranky and mean to me when I first started working. And she was like that. She'd just do everything the same. Like, here's what you do in art one. We only use pencil in art one. She was trying to tell me and I just graduated from VCU and I was like ready to do some contemporary conceptual art with my, even my art ones. And she was like, no, that's not what we do. So I didn't, she wasn't my boss. (laughs) I did not have to listen to her but she did not like me and vice versa. But anyways, that's a different story for a different podcast. The point is sometimes it's hard to do systems and to sort of stick to them for some people, which it's extra hard for me to follow someone else's system, especially if it doesn't work with my brain. So it's all about trial and error. But I was able this year to do a super simple, super, super simple workflow for the series. 
So let me go into a couple things that I changed. Oh my gosh, I didn't introduce myself. So if you've never listened to this podcast, which I, I don't know why, I just always think that like everybody listens to it or doesn't listen to it. But I'm Deanna Seymour, a digital marketing strategist who loves helping you figure out scrappy ways to promote your business so that you burn out or hate it and you have more fun. Okay. <clears throat> Should have wrote a workflow for this podcast, huh? For recording. But you know what? That is part of my workflow in the anti-hustle holiday series. So all I did, this is not Asana, this is not ClickUp, this is not any of those things. This is a simple Google Doc, not even a Google spreadsheet, just a Google Doc with the bullet points that are the check marks. So when you click it, it X's, it puts a line through it. So for each episode, here's what I'm doing. And I just kept a list so that as I do each episode, I just go through the list and that episode is finished. And this isn't really batching, which I know people like. What I like to do is record the episode and really get a lot of this out of the way so that that episode is done. Because when I record a podcast and I have to go back and listen to the podcast because it's been a while since I recorded it and I have to write a social media caption or I have to write show notes or bullet points and I have to go re-listen because I'm like, wait, what? Like you think after you have the conversation, oh, this was a great conversation. No way am I going to forget it. And then you sit down to write a social media caption weeks later and you're like, Ugh, wait, what did we talk about? So here's what I do. Simple Google Doc, just a, a task list. The first thing I do is write an intro. Before I record the episode, I am even writing out, hi, welcome back to the Anti-Hustle Holiday Countdown. I'm your host, Deanna Seymour, Digital Marketing Strategist. The thing that I just kind of forgot to do on this podcast, because I know that I forget to do it. And I know that it's important to tell people who I am and what I do, especially in this podcast, I got rid of my intro and I just used my husband's band, like a little snippet, five second snippet from their music and just get to business because I'm like sick of listening sometimes when I do podcasts, which I'm not saying it's bad, but you know, the big long, welcome to the F that blah, blah, blah. We're doing this and this and 30 seconds. No. So I keep forgetting to introduce myself. So apparently I need to make a workflow for this podcast as well. So I write that out. Then I asked all the speakers for their bios, 100 words or less, because I didn't want them to be super long. I paste that in there. And then I also say, welcome to the show, blah, blah, blah. So I, when the person comes in the Zencaster room, I'm like, hey, I'm going to do the thing where I like read this on air with you. So just like give me a second. And then I'm going to say, hi, welcome. That's less editing. Just go right into it. Then we record the episode. That's a checkbox. Right after I hang up with that person on that same Google Doc, this is a different Google Doc where I wrote the intro for each person, I write the title of the episode because usually my ideas for what I should call it are fresh in my mind right after we have the conversation, and I add a summary, which I just do like three to five bullet points of what we talked about. So in the holiday hustle series, it's like the best hot cocoa, the, the correct way to decorate a tree, <laughs> or you know... Uh, when to take down your Christmas tree or whatever. So I do the three bullets and that is good enough. That will tell me later when I go to write social media captions. Super easy. That is also what I'm going to later copy and paste into Hello Audio. Okay. So that is like my, that's my show notes for the series. I don't do big long show notes. There's a landing page that links to everybody's website for them to find those people. I'll be tagging them in stories on Instagram. That's, you know, a way for people to find the people. And then the summary is underneath. So 
After that, I take my two files. Zencaster records two different files, one for me, one for this, one for the guest. And I upload those straight into Descript so that they're in there, downloading, uploading, whatever, and doing the transcripts. So that's there. Then I also drag them into a Google Drive folder. I will delete those when the series is over to clean up some space on my Google Drive. But I, if I need them again, if something weird happens, they're in a folder with that person's name on it in my Google Drive. Okay, so those are all checkboxes. Then what I do is add the intro and outro and Descript. Check that box. That's really easy. That's just dragging the music to the front and the back of what I already uploaded. And also, I guess at that point, I would edit any... I don't edit my podcast very heavily. I push like one button in Descript to like, you know, studio quality sound or something. And I sometimes will remove some filler words or some space, but I don't do much. Okay, so that's done. From Descript, you can export straight into Hello Audio. So I just export that final episode right into Hello Audio. And then while I'm also in Descript, I download the transcripts. So that's another checkbox. Also, if I have time, and sometimes I do this, like I'll record a few episodes in a day and in between the episodes, if I can get all this done, it's super awesome because I feel like, oh my gosh, it's almost done. So I also, while while it's fresh in my head, I kind of remember from the interview, like what was the funny part? What was something she said that I really liked? So I will go ahead and descript and highlight the section that I want to later be my audiogram and just download that MP3 to my desktop. So now on my desktop, I have the transcripts and the MP3 for the audiogram. The actual episode has been exported directly into Hello Audio. So that never like gets downloaded, uploaded. That just goes straight. They're connected. Okay, super easy. Then (laughs) now you're like, okay, Deanna, this is way too much because I'm like, it's so easy. It's fine. You're not going to hustle. You add the audiogram. I add the MP3 into Canva. So it's not like, again, I don't have to make the reel or the audiogram right then, but I just get it off my desktop, put it in Canva, and then I drag it to my trash can so it's off my desktop. Okay, that's another checkbox. Then, oh wait, I said I put it in the trash can. That's not true. I put it in that Google Drive folder with the original recordings. So those are like what stay in the Google Drive in case I need them again because I definitely don't want to have to go back into Descript and find a new audiogram. So that's in the Google Drive. That's a checkbox. I also put the transcripts into Google Drive, okay? Those are like a Word document. I like to have my um, transcripts be in a PDF format. And I know anybody who's listening who loves SEO is going to be mad at me, but my transcripts just live in Google Drive. And I set the link to share with anybody. And that's what I link in my show notes. So they are not on my website for SEO purposes. I know, I know, I know. One day, maybe I'll do that, but... For now, I don't do that. And so those go into Google Drive. And if I'm being honest, I do, it's sort of, I don't know if this is like a weird way, but I put the header on. It's a Word document, so I can add a header that looks cute and matches the branding. I change the font to the one I like and then, and the size I want. And then I download it as a PDF and re-upload it to Google Drive. And that's the one I share in the show notes. So that's like a little extra step, but that's on the, that's on the list too. Um, and then the next thing I would do is create the reel in Canva. So for this series, I'm doing something different. I'm just kind of using some fun stock video. If the speakers want to send me some video clips, I can use them in it or whatever, but I'm just using some video footage and adding the audio and then I'm letting Instagram do the captions. So I'm keeping it super simple. 
It's literally just a video of something. Like if someone talked about hot cocoa, I would probably go in Canva, find a video with hot cocoa or marshmallows or something cute and use that with their audio on top. And that's the reel. When I put in Instagram, it'll add the captions for me. So super, super. So I create that in Canva, download it to my desktop and then put it in Google Drive so I can get it on my phone. And the reason I have to do that is normally I would airdrop it, but right now my airport on my computer is broken. So I have to like plug in to the ethernet or whatever it's called. Like, so it's annoying and I can't airdrop. So I put it in Google Drive so that I can easily just grab it on my phone the day that their episode goes live and share that reel. Okay, and then the next thing I have to do is add the title and summary into Hello Audio, which this is kind of like later if I need to. I could kind of batch this too, adding titles and summaries. I have them in that Google Doc and I put them in. And then also send the email to each person with the promo stuff. This I do by creating a template in Gmail that has, you know, the link. I made a Google Drive folder with all the group photos, group stuff. But I did actually just attach their own single promotion piece, you know, like their graphic. I think I attached their graphic in a group graphic because sometimes I get stuff to promote something I'm in and it feels like a lot when I go to the Google Drive and it's too much. So I did say there's more fun stuff in here if you want to check it out, but it's not necessary. And I also added a Google Doc with swipes. So I gave them some social media captions and an email to talk about it and a, just a PS for their email. And I'm hoping that they can utilize that stuff to promote it in some way. Because that's the point, right? We're trying to get this out there. And then the last thing I would do is add the captions for reels. I have not done this yet, but I will do it before December so that everything is super easy. I use a program called Breeze. I know I said, like, it's not ClickUp, it's not Asana, it's whatever. So I use something called Breeze, and it has an app on my phone that I can easily copy and paste captions from. So I will make, it's kind of like Trello, I guess. It's similar to Trello. I'll make a board with all those captions for the whole month for all the things. And then I'll be easily be able to copy and paste each day when the episodes come out and post the reels that I already made that are in my Google Drive. So I know it, it sounds like a lot. Like I've been talking for like 15 minutes and being like, and then you do this, and then you do this, and then you do this, and then you do this. But when it's honestly, when it's like in front of you and it's just this little thing and you're just checking it off as you go, it has made it a lot more, I guess, systematized and easy for me to do. So I would love for you to reach out, um, hit me up on Instagram, like let me know how you do stuff, if your brain likes this stuff or if it doesn't. I know some people get super into systems. So mine's just a Google, a Google um, doc with those check marks. And then what I just do is copy and paste that same one below it for the episodes I've like today I'm going to record two episodes for that podcast series. And so I'll do a list for each person that I interview and just start checking it off as I go. And I do try to hang up from the podcast interview and try to take care of some of this stuff right away because I don't have a team, I don't have an assistant and it just feels like the more I can get done up front, the less like going back and me having to be like what do we talk about? What do we do? So that is my workflow. Let me know what you think. Find me on Instagram at the Deanna Seymour. All right. See you next time.